0: bom bom ba ba pa bom pa dum dum da da dum
1: dum da
0: da dum okay okay yes. so that was way too much of that yes it was all by far way too much uh welcome to jersey shore i'm jordan from jersey i'm here with my buddy pierce hey how's it going uh, this episode, if the intro didn't give it away, we're gonna talk about Seasons 1 and 2 of Game of Thrones. We've both seen them. There will be spoilers, I think we should warn you right now. Yeah. Um, some of them will be wrong, because it's been a while since I've seen Season 1. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll correct you. When that spaceship showed up, though, man. Oh, man. <laughs> no, um... And you've read the third book? I'm halfway through the third book now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I have a little bit of a leg up on... We'll probably steer away from anything in the third book. The third season's about to start. Uh, Pretty but sad. I think, honestly, and uh, we can get more into this topic, but um, the direction the second season goes starts to delineate? Is that the right word? Deviate from the Well, I know the, third and, fourth the book. Book, third and fourth book, they like each take a set of characters, right? Well, I mean... So in other words, certain characters don't show up in book three... And those and the characters that do, don't show up so much in book four. That's actually kind of the way all of the books are. Like, um, you don't see Rob in book two. like That much. Like, and it's never his perspective. At least in the show, because I, I you, saw the show. Yeah, in the show, you do. You see him... Um, but he's not in there a lot. He's not in there a ton, but he's, like, non-existent past halfway through the second book. Pretty much. So, um, you know, so, yeah, it's pretty much... But I think it's more so for three and four. That's fair, yeah. But um, for also what I understand, though, for the show, they're probably going to, A, split both of those into two seasons each, but also intermingle them. So you won't go, like, a full season without seeing, like, Tyrion or something. Yeah. Well, which on some fronts I'd be okay with, because I could go an entire season without Daenerys. But that's it for... Yeah, we'll get to that. But, um... I like Daenerys. Really? Oh, my word. I guess we can start on this conversation I'm not now. even in the blonde so much, but, you know. Uh, well, it's silver hair. Let's be, well, okay. Let's be straight about that one. But her storyline does literally nothing for me. Every time it would come back on... I like it. I don't it really... I mean, the whole Caldrogo thing doesn't do anything for me. I, I, I like the whole culture of it. I mean, the culture of them was cool, but her as a character seems one-dimensional, and then... Well, she's growing. Um, that's true. That is very true. She's only 13. Um, well, she's older in the show. Well, that's true. Yeah, so that's one of the actual key differences, um, just for people listening. If you haven't read it, she's 13, so go back and rewatch season one. That makes everything with Call Drogo really awkward. They change it, Yes, I know. But anyway. um yeah, so. so let's let's speak broad terms. The basis of the show. I'm yeah. assuming anyone who's listened to this has seen it. But if you hadn't interested, well, just heard of it, yeah. The basis of the show is you've got this kingdom of Westeros, which has a bunch of different kingdoms inside of it, smaller kingdoms. You have yeah. one king, one main king, King Baratheon, Robert Baratheon, right. Robert Baratheon, yeah. who sits on the Iron Throne and rules over yeah. all of Westeros. He is then killed. And all of a sudden you have like seven different people who all kind of have a legitimate claim to the throne, all mm. angling for it, and hence A Game of Thrones. Uh, the series, is the book series is A, yeah. is a Song of Ice and Fire, right? Uh, yeah, the series is called A Song of But the of first book is A Game of Thrones. And that's pretty much become that, the name. Yeah. That's the name for the show. And so yeah, it's basically this big political drama set in a medieval type world, medieval mm. fantasy world, where... Everybody wants the king, or everyone wants to be king, and five, six, seven different people all have a legitimate claim to being that king. Uh, of certain kingdoms, though. I mean, like, right. not everyone's going for the head kingdom. I mean, there's... Right, some people are just like, I don't want to be king of everywhere, I just want to be king of my yeah. particular, like, city. Exactly. So there's, you know, the north is fighting for its freedom, and you know, then you have you know so it, there's a lot of different kings and that's that's the whole idea yeah. but yeah so um and then that starts to fall apart as there is The Lady Daenerys we were mentioning. um, Yeah, her father or grandfather was... Her father. Her father was king before the king who just got murdered. Their family got kicked out of the entire kingdom, but she wants to come back and by kicked out, everyone was murdered except for her and her brother. Yes. So, and then she's been on the run on the other continent, which is across what's known as the Narrow Sea. Um, And she is on the run from... Pretty much everyone. Almost everyone wants a killer is really kind of what happened. Do you think for the Narrow Sea they have, like, a Civil War type? The North names at one thing, the South names at another for battles. So, like, south of the Narrow Sea, yeah. it's actually called, like, the the Wide Creek. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting. Um. <laughs> like, the North named all their battles after the nearest city, and true, the South yeah. named after the nearest, uh, the nearest uh, river, I think it was, or vice versa. Something, Something like, like that, that yeah. 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 But some fun American history Yay, for everybody. America. Some some fun, vaguely factual, possibly wrong American history. Exactly. That's my favorite type. Uh, well, most history is fake, but anyway. <laughs> um, so Daenerys, she's off. She marries a horse lord, and she marries into a nomadic tribal people. Yeah, and that eventually falls apart. You know, we'll get into the spoilers of that one, but um, and lo and behold, she turns out to be a dragon sort of thing. Uh, mother of dragons, they call her. She uh, dragons have been extinct for a while, A couple hundred years, I think, at this point. Yeah, and uh, her family was always the ones who held the dragons. Yeah, and uh, she gets some petrified dragon eggs as a wedding gift. Surprise, surprise! They hatch Yay. when she throws when she walks into a fire with them. Um, yeah, she's apparently immune to fire, and uh, she got three baby dragons. Which yeah, the cute little baby. The interesting thing in the book is her hair is not immune to fire. So yeah, so she was bald in the book, and she had to wear like a lion's mane kind of thing. That yeah, it was it was a weird little twist, but I was like, that makes a lot more sense than her hair being immune to fire too. But uh, yeah, so she has three dragons. She's wandering around. She's being all like, I'm supposed to be the queen over there, and everyone in this other nation is kind of like, that's nice. We want your dragons. Yeah. So So, I mean, basically, her storyline for the storyline her storyline for the first two seasons is basically walking. Well, yeah, but she's she's completely separated from the main story, almost yes. you know, almost entirely. This is occasionally mentioned back and forth, but it's just her trying to get a ship and an army, or get yeah. ships and an, and an army, and get back to Westeros and take over. Yeah, and a lot of protecting her dragon from people. But, yes, and a lot of people uh, who want her dragon. Yeah, exactly. Because who doesn't want a dragon? Exactly. Who doesn't want a free dragon? And this is this is a bit far-reaching of. I would say a spoiler, but just as a heads up, from my understanding, book five she still hasn't still crossed the sea. Really? <laughs> yes. So there's that. But and so we'll get there whenever that sh- whenever the show decides to get there. But um, um, yeah, and so season three kicks off the end of March, and um, book two does a lot of interesting character introductions, um, where I feel like it starts to make people relevant that weren't relevant before. Um, like who? Jamie Lannister for one. Um my understanding he's barely in the second season. But it it introduces that there's going to be a whole thing with Lady Catelyn um Catelyn Catelyn what whatever. Uh Brienne Brienne was pretty cool. Yeah, it was interesting. I liked her quite a bit. Um and just the 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 interesting uh relationship that that's going to build with Jamie Lannister. Um, and I'm curious to see how they go about that. It's going to turn into a buddy cop picture. Yes, exactly. Uh, bad cops. But anyway. She's the tall woman. He's the murderous man. Yes. Together, hijinks ensue. <laughs> but so anyway, so that is uh, what I'm I'm kind of looking forward to. It's it's kind of hard to hear not to be all like in book three that I'm currently reading, but I'm I'm trying to keep it to the show. I appreciate. Um, it. Yeah, I really want to give away all the spoilers, but I can't. Um, but I really like... You don't really remember season one that much, do you? I mean, now that I've seen season two, there's a lot of references to it. So, like, major story things I'll remember. Okay. I I just wanted to get your opinion which season you kind of felt... Was stronger? Yeah. I thought they were probably about even. Okay. All right. I don't know. They both had their pluses and minuses. All right. I would kind of lean towards... Um... People say book two is the weakest of the books. That's true. Which that's, I, yeah. I haven't read, so I can't give it an opinion, but I have heard that. Um... That's true. I, I would say I preferred season one just because it had a cast of people that I really respected as actors, but don't come back. Basically, they you mean all Sean Beaton. Okay, and the dude that plays the king. Oh, Robert Baratheon? Uh, yeah, I liked him as well. Um, See, I love Tyrion. I love Arya. Arya's Tyr- fantastic. Tyrion's obviously the driving force. They, the they added um, the man, I forget his name, Jurgen something or uh, uh, Jarek. Oh, um, her, her assassin buddy, with the shape changing face, jo- um, Johan Hakir or something like that. Johan Hakir, maybe. Yeah, that so that sounds that sounds sound yeah the faceless correct. man. Yeah, yeah. Which that was kind of a weird. Like what happened yeah, at the end there? That was um, really. Nice. I liked him quite a bit. I like her story. That was a strong. That was a strong thing. I like um, Rob Snow's story. I don't really love Rob Snow. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Yeah. Uh I love that story. I love the chick. She's adorable. Ye- well, yes, the Downton Abbey girl. Um, she's in Downton Abbey? Yes. Who's that's, she in Downton Abbey? That's the redhead that got the typewriting job. Remember the entire first that's season? That's right! Yeah! Revelations! Woo! Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah, she's she's very cute. Um, it's kind of funny. I And I understand why they did it for television, but people are so much more attractive in the show than in the book. I'd imagine so. Like, uh... Well, based on your reading. although Except, except I believe, I remember reading that Brienne... She was in the book always referred to as a beauty, and in the book, in the show, they turn that into a ironic. Thing. Oh no, it's ironic in the book, is it? Okay. Oh, it's blatantly like she's hideous. Like, okay, she makes, but she wasn't hideous. She's in, not like the, the most show, woman in the show. In the show, she's she's like a big sturdy. She's woman. an Amazon. She's an Amazon, but you're like, all right, I can dig it. You're an yeah. Amazon, I could no. Like in the book, she's I don't like, think I'd have a choice if I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> if she was into me for some <laughs> reason. Um, uh, yeah, no, she wants snoo snoo. She's gonna get snoo snoo. But. Uh, um, it's Futurama, do you not? No. Okay, not anyway. a Futurama guy. Anyway, sorry. but basically, um, in the book, she's, like, horse face and, like, the beauty thing as a whole, like, just ironic. Oh, sorry, thing. Jessica Parker. Yeah, more or less. Just muscular. Just tall. Uh, yeah. And, or, like, um, Mormont, who, uh, is, I guess, bodyguard to Daenerys, I guess would be the right, um, accompaniment. Is he like, considered ugly in the book? Oh, he's, like, he's fat. And wide and hairy and... Because he's, he's... I guess I prefer this version. Then. Yeah, well, the, I mean, you do realize that's the, the Captain of the Night... Uh, the, the, the Night Watch, or uh, what? what is it called on the wall? The Black? The, yeah. The Night's Watch? Yeah, the Lord Commander, the old bear, that's his father. Oh, I don't know if I remember that. Yeah, they're both Mormont and they kind of make hints at it in the book in like, oh, I had to take the black because my son disgraced the family and then the younger one's like, oh, my father was ashamed of me because I fell in love with a woman or something like that. And so like, they kind of make that obvious that they're related, but in the book they're both like, stocky and huge, because their they're house symbol's the bear. So, I mean, they're obviously not, you know, thin, good-looking individuals, so... They look more like us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, much more like us, but... Um, so, yeah, they choose much more uh, appealing-looking people. I mean, even Tyrion, um, who is, I mean, obviously a dwarf, and in the book, he's horribly misshapen. Like, one leg shorter than the other, the eyes are different colors, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. So. That's also part, I mean... You can't really do that. You music. have to have an actor. Yeah. You know, either you do it all CG or something, like in 300, or... Yeah. You know, so, and I think... Uh, what's the actor's name? I'm going to forget off that in my head. Uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, who's, who's an amazing actor. Oh, he's fantastic. Um, I'd much rather have a good actor in the yeah. role... Oh, no, I, I completely agree. someone who can act worth a, worth a damn, but looks the part. Yes. You know? Like Arrow. But that's a conversation for a different time. Haven't day. seen it. Yeah, be glad. So, it it's, makes sense, the choices that they made for the characters... For the actors, I should say. Um, but, and like I said, going back to what I was saying about the cast, I think, um, what's, what's the guy's name who plays Ned? Um, Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Played. Um, played, yes. Spoilers! But if you didn't get the fact that he dies and everything else that he's ever done. Ned's dead, baby. Ned's yeah. dead. Oh, it's sad. Um, especially because he was like the poster child for the entire first season. Yeah, so I thought he was, that was the a, biggest named actor. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. And he's ostensibly the protagonist for 90% of it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and then that kind of vacuum um, is filled by Tyrion for the most part in the second season. He, him and Jon Snow, I'd say. Really? You'd probably say more John him. Snow? Okay. I mean, I'm trying to think of the characters you see the most. You see, who's the ironclad or the ironborn? Oh, Theon Greyjoy. And that whole. Which, his sister's cute, but that took a weird turn. Yeah. I was like, ooh, incest. I can't wait till this keeps going. And then it did, and then it didn't. <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm happy this didn't. But I want her to get in a relationship with somebody else. Because, again, cute. Yeah. So much incest. <laughs> I'm not rallying for incest. I'm rallying for her to find another partner she's not related to. Well, in the book, she's already married. So there you go. You're all okay. set. So there you go. Pre- uh, she was at this point, or she will be. No, she was. Oh, okay. Like we that, just haven't met the dude. Yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's like the shipmaster or something. Oh, okay. Because they're the sh- ship people, which is a weird thing. Um, but yeah, that whole ending to Theon Greyjoy's story, I thought was, oh yay, rallied, Nope, <laughs> let leave. And then left. I was like, okay, that's anticlimactic. I so, thought I'd miss something at first with that. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, okay, they just, uh, yeah, that's it. Realized they were being dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really all there is to it. Okay, um, the book takes a much more interesting twist. There was a soldier that was in the prisons of um, Winterfell, mm-hmm. and the soldier was like, "Hey, Theon, I got nothing going. I'll be here. I'll help you out." And then Theon realized he was hopelessly outmatched, and the one guy was like, "Let me sneak away. Give me like." Six hundred like gold pieces or whatever the the money is, and I'll get you some guys. And Theon's like, I'm probably never going to see you again, but fine. Here's the money, and he leaves. And he turns out to be like the the um, um the bastard son of one of the major houses, and like gets this whole army rallied around him, and comes and like murders everyone, but including Theon's people, and just like whole, totally ransacks all of Winterfell, and oh, I'm, wow. like. This is a lot better than Theon getting, like, hit upside the head and then carried away. Like, it, it, it worked. But, yeah. And I think you're really going to like where they take uh, Arya, because I know you... you Arya's really, fantastic. The yeah. actress is great. She, she is really, really good. good at that, yeah. And I really liked what they did with between her and, and, um, and Lannister. Um, oh, yes. Which, none of that happens in the book. But I thought... Really? It, yeah. But I thought that was good. Like, I was totally okay with that not being... Um, yeah, I thought it was yeah. an excellent storyline. Yeah, so. I, I, Honestly, I think everything they've done so far... The changes, you mean? Yeah, all the changes they've made between the book and the movie, I've been completely fine with. I really have been. I haven't minded it at all. But That's good. Yeah, so. And I really like the Hound, also. I Hound's mean, pretty cool. Hound's really neat. And oh, one other thing that's not... It's kind of hinted at in the book, but not discussed, at least so far. Uh, Renly and his relationship with um, the Knight of Flowers, or whatever it is. Well, Renly's dead now. Yeah, he died in the middle of season two, but, you know... His sister's cute, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I feel um, like this is just the episode where I name women who are cute in yes, Game Yes, I talk about a book, yeah, and you mentioned, oh, yeah, she's cute, too. But, yeah, no, she, um... Because the whole gay relationship with, with Renly and um, Sir Loras, I think his name is... That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that's, like, like kind of hinted at in a couple places, but not mentioned at all. Um, in the book, so I thought that was another interesting thing where they brought that into play. Yeah, I mean, it was I an element. interesting character, yeah. Element, I thought um, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that George R. R. Martin still has like a good amount of control and yeah, input. It, he so. just signed a big uh, contract with HBO that he's going to be like he's going to guide stories for them going forward like even outside of game of thrones. Oh really? He's okay. kind of like the uh Kevin Feige or Joss Whedon with Avengers right now but for all okay. of HBO. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um and interestingly enough, I heard that he has an ending written up in case he dies. Oh, that's good cuz he's like 11D. Yeah, he's so. old. Oh <laughs> my word. Also a perverted old man. Um <laughs> but let that be a let that be a motivation to any of you neckbeards out there in the world uh, you can be as perverted as you want and still make millions and millions of dollars. As long as you don't end up in prison. Well, that's true, yeah. Don't do anything legal, folks. Yeah, write it down. Don't actually act it out. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, yeah, so he... I'm really glad he has it written down. He's actually... Um, yeah. So he actually knows who's going to win the Game of Thrones? Yes! Like, that's that's the big question. Who's going to win this thing? Turns out it's, it's nobody. Nobody wins. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... It's the Hound. It's the Hound. The Hound wins. He just sits back and is like, haha. He was a very well developed character too. They didn't develop him as much in the book, but I'm glad they did in the show. Too. Yeah, not as much in the second season, but in the first season there was more. There was still good stuff with him in the second. Yeah, year. that's very true. Him, him, and uh, uh, not Sasha. Sansa. Oh, S- Sansa. Then. Yeah. I him him like, and Wait, Sansa. Sasha sounds right, but it's not. Um, yeah. Who is honestly and my least less, favorite? she was less. She was less annoying in season two, though. I thought than one. Yeah, but. That's because she was just quiet most of the time. Like, hey, if it works, it works. Yeah, she is definitely my least favorite character out of all of them, i got to be honest. Out of oh, all the Westeros people, because Daenerys definitely takes it a king for Really not Joffrey? Well, Joffrey's a bastard, and I mean that in every sense yes, of the word. Yeah, literally. Incest. Um, but anyway. Um, but he's just... He is... He's the type of person in, that I can't stand in real life. Yes, but... It... He's a 13-year-old Vince Vaughn with a crown on his head. <laughs> No, because cause Vince Vaughn doesn't beat up hookers, as far as I'm aware. As far as you're aware. As far as I'm aware. But, um, yes, he's a miserable human being, but he is a character, and there is, I wouldn't say depth, but Sansa's like... She's got depth. She's in a horrible situation. But she's just kind of like, I'm quiet now. Like, there's 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 nothing to the character. What's her deal? Okay, she wants to be a lady and she's not. Like she wants to not die or be raped. That's very true. That's, That's fair. Pretty good motivation. Yes. And she's in a place where she's trapped where she that could those two things could happen at any time and she has to play along like she's fine with it. That, to me, is a very interesting character. Yeah, okay. And when she's not when whining, like, way. in season one... Like, yes. don't get me wrong, in season one, yes, she just wants to be a lady, and she's gonna be a horrible person to everyone. She gets her come up at the end of season one, and in season two, she has to deal with that. And I thought that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, okay, when you put it that way, especially when you compare that, that makes a lot of sense. Because in season one, she wants what she wants, and, you know, she thinks that, oh, why doesn't everyone just want to be, like happy with joffrey and she doesn't be and she's not able to see beyond herself right but i thought that was more depth to the character i think if, i'd say a character that had much less depth than i thought he should have even though they tried was um, and i'm going to forget his last name uh, stannis baratheon Yes. They tried to give him a ton of depth in season two, and I just didn't care for the most part oh, about his story. No, that's that's the way he just is. Like, but he doesn't fun. have depth, but that's supposed to be the way it is. But I was kind of bored by it. Even with, like, the the red lady or whatever her name was. Uh, Excuse me. No, yeah. I'm thinking of the red god, but the, the... No, no, no. She is called the red lady. Is the she? red priestess. Yeah. And, and her, you know, shadow baby thing. Oh, that was awkward. That um, was cool. <laughs> that know. was, yeah, that was unexpected. I do really like whoever it is playing. Uh, he's called the Onion Knight. I don't know if they call him that in the show. But they did. They did, they refer did call to him that. that. Yes. Um, I really who, like him. Who Stannis says you'll be my hand if I win. Yes, which is ironic enough because he has smaller fingers. Do they explain that in the show? Uh, yes. That he had his. That Stannis chopped off his fingers. One the tips of his fingers. Yeah. Yeah. He smuggled in food uh, when they were under siege, and so he knighted him, but also cut off his fingers for being a smuggler at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, Stannis' arc is is kind of weird. Um, I'm curious to see if it, if it tapers out, if it just kind of like, because it, it kind of shifts focus to Davos, the, the Onion Knight, but I'm just kind of curious if they keep it up with, you know, Stannis and doing anything with him. I doubt it though. but, um, also another interesting difference was the whole final battle. Um, completely different, and the whole way they did the Dragonfire thing, which I thought was a nice, uh, touchy, regardless, I thought Dragonfire was interesting, so. Yeah, it was neat, the green and everything. Yeah, the green, and, and that, it. The final battle looked really cool, Um, and I I was actually really happy with, um, like, Tyrion's rousing, you know, don't fight for me, like, you're not fighting for him, just go fight for your city and yourself, really, is what it comes down to, and I I was like, that's actually really touching, and I really liked the way they did that, so... Um, I thought his head got chopped in half at first yeah, with that wound. Yeah, um, I was like, "Holy crap!" I thought he was going to be around for a while. <laughs> he just sliced his head into because I was waiting for the you know half of his head to slide off. Yeah, I was very glad that they did not kill him. Yeah, no, definitely. Oh, that would have ended the show right there. <laughs> um, yeah, well, in the book, all that happened on a boat. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's very different. But um, also, I love. Uh, Varys, Varys or Varus? I don't know how you. Varys was last name. The eunuch. Oh yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I I really like and his it, all his scenes with Tyrion in particular. Just fantastic. yeah, that that qu- the quips back and forth. Between it was really, that story. whole kind of triad between him, Little Tyrion, Little and Littlefinger. Yeah. I love all their kind of things yeah. there. Oh, especially that whole the trap he set for the three of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and who was the other guy? Uh, the... Grandmaster Maester Pycelle. Yeah. Yeah, and how he cuts off his beard. And, yeah. yeah. And Braun too, I thought was a good character as well. Yeah, they did, I really did like his little arc. I mean, he didn't have a ton to do, but in, in the scenes he had were great. Like him yeah. with, um, I'm going to forget his name again, Tywin? Tywin. Uh, Tywin is the father. No, no, not Tywin. Uh, the, the Ironborn. Oh, uh, Theon? Theon. Where he's like, where Theon has to talk him into uh, handing over control of Winterfell. He goes up to Bran's room. No, no. oh, I was talking Braun. Oh, which one's Braun? Braun is the. Um, oh, is he like the the cell sword? Who who works for Tyrion? Yes. Yes, Okay. Yes. Okay. But we can talk and his about scenes with the dog too. Okay. Yeah, that's really but what, yeah. Bran in particular. Bran, yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a ton to do, just yeah. like Braun, But when he was there, he, they made the most of him. I thought. Yeah, and he actually is going to have a, a a good role, which I think Braun or good. Bran. Uh, Bran. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think that I'm I'm looking forward to what they do uh with Bran and how they go about that one. But um yeah, especially seeing as everyone thinks he's dead. But yeah, so that was Bran's Bran's an interesting character. That you're right, they didn't really have much to do with him. I thought that was interesting. But even there's other characters that didn't have a ton to do through the season, but when they were there it was great like uh Catelyn. Yeah, that's true. Her, especially with Jamie and with uh Brienne. Great stuff, man. Yeah. And with Rob, too, who also didn't have a lot of scenes. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like uh, another another woman who's cute, in addition to Catelyn. Um, his uh, lady, what's her name? His his love, yeah. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, yeah. Don't that have was, a lot to add to that. No. Um, yeah, that, that was a whole different thing. Because, yeah, she doesn't even get introduced until the third book. Yeah, well, they did that with season one, too, where they introduced a few things at the end of the season that were from yeah. book two. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a very interesting... Jump and I understand why. I mean, like I said, there hasn't been any change that I was like, and honestly, it was just that. probably to give Rob stuff to do that they exactly you know, you have this whole dude that's warring, you know, and you don't want to just completely ignore him for an entire time, but. Yeah, uh, like I said, there's nothing that's changed that I've been like, well, "Why did they do that?" Or his hair color is different. How could they, you know, possibly? You know, I've been happy with pretty much every change that they've made, which has been nice. So, but I have a feeling their special effects budget is going to have to get pretty big for the next couple seasons. So, hey, HBO can afford it. So that's true. And well, unless Game of Thrones continues to be the most pirated show of all time, but yeah, yeah. Um, if people are pirating it, they don't have an HBO subscription anyway. Well, so, that's really you know. what it comes down to. I mean, but I mean, CGI wise, they they did a good job of. You don't see the dragons a lot, but you know yes. they're there. You don't see the direwolves a lot, but you know they're there. Um, a lot of the other stuff can be done in camera or fairly easily, like the warlocks. You know. Yeah. You know the, and I, I, I grant I don't know what's coming in season three, but I would assume bigger battles. The I want to say ring race, but the White Walkers. Yeah. Um, the others. I'm sure there'll be more stuff with them and other CG things that will need to happen, but. They've done a pretty good job so far of sometimes just telling or inferring and not showing, which yeah. generally you want to show and not just tell, but they do a good job when they when they do just tell you that something happened or give you the impression that something happened without actually having to spend yeah. the budget or spend the time showing all of That's it. That's very true. One thing you mentioned is a slight uh, off track, but I'm just curious. They make it a lot more evident in the books, but... Is it obvious from just watching the show that the wolves parallel the kids? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I just wasn't sure. Well, I mean, like, uh, Ghost is very... I mean, he's white in particular, but he's very similar to Jon Snow, where how Bran seems to be able to see into the mind of his wolf, or possibly is a werewolf. They call it it a a warg, or warg. um, It's like a spirit animal type deal? Where you, when you fall asleep, you become them. Right, um, so they could. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't more see like, Sansa's ever. I don't think in season two. Well, Sansa's is dead. Oh, that's right. Because that's that's where it starts parallel. Because Sansa's is dead because the queen demanded its head cut off, and then Ares is off in the woods leading a pack of other wolves. Oh is that? we never saw that. Rob's like, okay. uh, is off at war with him, Jonzo is off in the wilderness wandering away from the you know the rest of the group. So like I didn't know if it was obvious in the show. Not not quite as much as you're saying now, but I I can see it now. Well, like say, it. But yeah, there was like, some I saw for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought that was an uh, interesting parallel. I didn't know how well it carried over. So Enough, but yeah. it's it's nice to see the the yeah. stronger stronger links there. Yeah. Huh. So what would you really like to see in the next season? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I'd like to see... I mean, it's always, for me, it's the character stuff. So it's the characters yeah. I like, which is most of them. I'd like to see more. I'm always a big fan of the nudity. <laughs> I'd like to see... I think they did a pretty good job of... You know, there's so many different storylines going on at the same time. They did a good job of balancing that, with yeah. you see just enough of this one to keep track of it, but we're going to stick with these two this week. Yeah, And this one's not going to be seen at all, or whatever. They did a good job of that i it'd be nice, I mean, this is all predicated on the book, of course, but it'd be nice to see some of those storylines come a little bit more together. You know, you had a lot of people splintering off into smaller and smaller and smaller, smaller groups this yeah. season. It'd be nice to see some of them start to come together. A, that'll help the budget. Yeah, <laughs> You know, when you don't have to have so many different locations. But B, it just helps uh, streamline the story a little bit. Um, but I think the balance that they gave was pretty good. I mean, Do you have any insight into that? I don't don't get my hopes up. <laughs> well, I I mean, they actually I thought it was interesting. There's a lot of parts, at least in the third book where it's kind of like so, a one character is in a place and then they're not and then a different set of characters gets to a place and they describe it slightly differently, but you're like that's the same place. And so like they're starting to be overlap. And I think okay, that that's is definitely yeah, going to be interesting. I'd like what would be my biggest interest? Um to, to see for the third season and you know I guess what I would like to see I guess for the rest of the book that's that's a hard question for me too because I got to think about I'd like to see I'm actually a big fan of the Jon Snow storyline as am I. I um and I really like where they go as you know because I mean I think at the end of the second season you know he's going to meet um, the king beyond the wall yeah um, uh, Raider, I think it's pronounced sounds right um and I really like his character. He is, he is my favorite character that's been introduced, I think, in a long time in the in the books. And I would really like to see Mons Radio you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I my hope is that they they execute that properly. Like, I, okay. they've given, they haven't given they have given me any reason to doubt them, but, <laughs> you know, every show has a jumping the shark moment. And, you know, obviously that wouldn't be the, the reason I would stop watching, but as something that's part of my favorite, I would really like to see that delivered properly. So, but that's just cool. me. So, yeah. So I think that's it for this episode? Yeah. This is Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan. And I'm Pierce. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at Jordan at Legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at Legionofdudes.com, or follow me on Twitter at Jordan F R M Jersey.